For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Welcome to After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby, Lubitz across the universe on the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, always great to uh, connect with the entertainment world uh, here on this program. It happens a lot, uh, coincidentally, on uh, Radio Row for Super Bowl week. And uh, that's happening in Los Angeles, but happening right here on the program. And it's a pleasure to welcome him back, uh, having uh, had, had a great time with him the last time he appeared with us on a radio show that we were doing, uh, actor Aiden Quinn joins us here on the show. Uh, Aiden, thanks so much uh, for being with us. A pleasure to have you on once again. Well, thanks for having me. All right. I'm thinking this, uh, your latest project, uh, Blacklight, uh, a film uh, with Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam's not at the stage of his career where he's like going De Niro and just taking films to pay off like uh, an ugly divorce settlement. Uh, This guy is still on top of his game. So uh, tell us about this project, how it came about, and and what it was like to uh, work together with the great Liam Neeson. Well, um, uh, I've I've been fortunate enough to do a few other films with uh, my buddy Liam, and um, uh, I just came across the script, and uh, somehow uh, it got sent that the director wanted to have a Zoom uh, meeting with me, and so we sat down and talked about it, and ended up working out, and uh, had a great time uh, working with Liam again, and uh, it 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 was a fun part. We got to work in um, Melbourne in the middle of the pandemic where there was zero COVID. Wow. So once we did our two-week quarantine, we actually got to live without masks in the middle of the pandemic. So that was, that was a great bonus as well. Probably makes it easier to do some of the uh, scenes, you know, uh, in the movie, you know, not to have yeah. to wear masks while you're doing it. Uh, you know, people don't think of the enormous impact that had. Uh, you know, it was talked about, and it's two years already with this pandemic, but the impact that it's had on We've seen it uh, being sports guys uh, as our mainstream uh, stuff. Uh, you know, it's affected uh, and impacted the sports world. But entertainment it was really having to go through all kinds of convolutions to, to try and get their work done. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible, terrible. I mean, I, I have a brother who's uh, shooting some right now. And um, right in pre-production, I think 40 of the crew members in New Orleans came down with it. Oh, so wow. It delayed two, 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 three weeks. So, you know, it's still... 
unfortunately still out there, but hopefully, hopefully it's, uh, these are dying numbers and we're just going to learn to live with it and, and get on with our lives. Aiden Quinn with us, actor yeah. Aiden Quinn with us on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Uh, all right, what, what, what can the fans expect? I mean, uh, what, what kind of uh, vibe are they going to get when you uh, open up in theaters oh, this, uh, this coming Friday with Blacklight? This is a great action popcorn movie with uh, with a lot of good characters in it and um, good writing and uh, Liam doing his best stuff as always. And uh, it's, it's one of those where, you know, you just sit back and enjoy... Uh, uh, a lot of action and a lot of good uh, character work from some good actors, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a fun popcorn movie that's got a lot of action. All right, of course uh, you have a very diverse uh, acting background and resume. Uh, th- did you ever do Inside the Actors Studio with James Lipton? Were you ever on that show? No, I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> Are you familiar with it? I mean, uh, obviously, he was an iconic figure I, uh, when it came to uh, interviewing. And, you know, I mean, they had the biggest of guests on. I don't know if there was a, a secret attache full of cash yeah. that went along with an appearance here. But, you know, it wasn't uncommon to see, like, Dustin Hoffman bumped, you know, by uh, by yeah. somebody that, that was uh, yeah. possibly even bigger. Uh, so so I would imagine he would turn to you yeah. and say, Aiden Quinn, and, and all, all he would do is say, like, the name of a movie, and it, they would get a standing ovation, desperately seeking Susan. And uh, if he said that after the applause died down, now what would your reaction be, Aiden Quinn, to that? Oh, that was a, it was a, you know one of my first films. It was a lot of fun. I got to work with uh, all the great uh, New York actors that were in that in, in small parts, and um, uh, with Madonna and Roseanne Arquette, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was a fun film, and it still kind of holds up. I saw it at a twenty five year reunion thing that they did for it, and uh, it really holds up. It's a good little film. All right, and you're you're not adverse to playing uh, roles that uh, you know people would be highly critical of because uh, uh, you know they were big fans of the guy. You you actually played Paul McCartney uh, on a VH1 uh, series or uh, uh, show. I didn't. I did indeed. Yes, yes, yes. That was how'd that, that go? Was I mean, challenge. yeah, and I, it was it was great. I mean, unfortunately, you had five weeks to rehearse, and you could have taken five fifty years. <laughs> um, but uh, I need more time know, because uh, <laughs> there's so much. There's so much material, so much great material, particularly this the Get Back uh, documentary that's out now. Oh my God, that's amazing. People should check yeah. that out. Um, so no, I got to work with the, the the great Jared Harris who played John Lennon, and um, the director was Michael Lindsay Hogg who directed um, Let's See, um, the, the last film with the, the the Beatles about their rooftop concert. So obviously he had a tremendous amount of insights, and uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience. So. I know we got to wrap up here. Just wanted to, you're talking about playing people. That's amazing because we had you on to talk about American and American Guest where you played Teddy Roosevelt on HBO Max and you do that phenomenally. Like, how do you get into these characters where you play these phenomenal uh, legends of history and do such a great job at it? Well, I mean, again, that's, you should just steep yourself in everything you can with, with the books and the biographies and everything. And, uh, you know, you try and have a little help. I had a little dental work help that helped me with get Teddy's teeth, and that helped a lot. And uh, you know, I just fell in love with his whole his whole character and what he was about. And I mean, he was such a man's man, and and um, and uh, for social change, he was the first environmentalist, and 
yet being a rabbit hunter and you know there's so many contradictions uh, great contradictions in him um that are just uh, a joy to play you know it's a Aiden with of riches. yes Diverse background, too, in terms of your upbringing. Uh, do you relate more to, uh, are you a sports fan at all? Do you relate more to the Bears and the Cubs? Or uh, would you be more likely to have been cheering for uh, Jerry Cooney? Unfortunately, uh, my, unfortunately, my beloved uh, Green Bay Packers um, had an unfortunate uh, exit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was sad. I really thought, well, I thought we were going all the way this year. Would you go to a game at Lambeau in those temperatures that, that they have in January? Oh yes, yes, I would love to. I would nice. love to. I have actually. That's why you're in action I films. I would actually love to. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. Just dress warm. That's all. I wouldn't be taking my shirt off like some of them. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe have a you know, big piece cheese, of cheese the, on your the head. Cheese yeah. is not warm enough for me. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Cheese, cheese right. is not warm enough for me. Aiden, we, we thank you for being with yeah. us. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Black Light with Liam Neeson opens in theaters on Friday and uh, features Aiden Quinn as the uh, co-star along with Liam. And uh, I would imagine, uh, I, I don't know, who gets top billing there? Or it doesn't matter. It doesn't, right? Oh, I think we can hazard a guess. It might be Liam. <laughs> Since he bankrolled a film, uh, that's great. All right, thanks so much, Aiden, uh, for being with us here on After Hours. All right. All right. My pleasure. Take care. Thanks, Liam. Be well. Good luck. It was a pleasure, yeah. This guy's big time, huh? This is actually, it's funny to get Aiden at any time is great. This is actually now our, and we've only been doing this three and a half months. It's our second time having Aiden Quinn on the Believe Podcast Network, so that's pretty impressive. Well, we should be gaining some traction with that, uh, Mike <laughs> yeah, uh, That one did really well. Uh, that's not too bad. No, no, a pleasure having this guy on. I, I wish we had had longer to talk. I mean, that's one of those things. Uh, yeah. And this wasn't a radio row type of thing where, no. uh, you know, they gave you 10 minutes and then the PR guy uh, doesn't even doesn't even give you like the, the throat cutting sign <laughs> to tell you that, you know, this guy's got to go. They, they actually wield an ax <laughs> yeah. and chop your table in half and ruin your equipment. And say, I said, he's got to go. Right? <laughs> yeah. They don't you even like give Deion you the Sanders and they're like six people pulling him. God damn, damn, damn. <laughs> it's great. So uh, that, that was a separate thing uh, that was being set up by uh, whatever the press corps is for this uh, movie. And uh, it was a pleasure having uh, Aiden Quinn uh, on the show today on after hours. Uh, we've been zeroing in. On the Super Bowl, and uh, yesterday we had a chance uh, actually to uh, dip into a little radio row with Joe Montagna uh, coming on the program, and he was promoting a project that he's involved in uh, with uh, Lenny Bruce. Uh, I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce. It's a one-man show with a guy named Ronnie Marmo, uh, who's a soap opera star and a very accomplished actor in his own right. Although I was not familiar at all with Marmo. Were you, Mike Lubitz? Never heard his name, and I feel bad about that because he was so fun. You know, and it could have been one of these things. Obviously, you want to have Montana on, on any yes. show. I mean, yeah. he's a big enough actor, and uh, yes. people are so familiar with him. Uh, whether they've they've caught all of his work, uh, certainly Criminal Minds is something Huge. that uh, you you've had to at least come across in your television viewing. And you see Joe Montana in there. Uh, my favorite thing with Montana, of course, is Godfather Three, where uh, he portrayed uh, Joey Zaza, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, the arch enemy, the Corleones, and his bodyguard in uh, the movie was uh, a boxer, former middleweight champ who was involved in a classic, of course, with Marvelous Marvin Hagler. 15 rounds for the middleweight championship of the world. And that was that fight in Las Vegas that was deemed a draw. That, that was seen as one of the most horrific, uh, bad decisions in boxing history as Hagler seemed to toy 
with the great Vito Anafermo, who, who was a plotter. Now, I've watched that fight a few times, uh, Mike Luby Lubitz. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. I remember watching it live, naturally being a huge boxing fan, and there was no pay-per-view, no closed circuit. It was on live network television. Wow. Right? 15-round uh, absolute bloodbath, but Hagler is dominating the fight. I had to win at least uh, like 11 uh, of the 15 rounds, and uh, somehow it ended up being a draw. And Hagler was not happy about that. <laughs> That's classic. I love boxing. Although, you know, Anafermo wasn't as bad as I thought he was when I originally watched it, uh, having watched it again uh, maybe a couple of times over the years. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the call was abysmal nonetheless that, that it was a draw. But uh, what with a draw, the uh, champion, who was Anafermo at the time, retains his title, and the challenger gets nothing. <laughs> and like, that sucks <laughs> yeah, I love the rules of boxing I guess what are they going to do you know I mean uh, the champion has to be defeated to lose his championship so somehow I, I don't know I mean what level of bribery was in play there Oh, good. don't start with your Italian stuff yeah, Louis, I, getting, I mean well, right I away but uh, Anna Fermo was very popular with the uh, <laughs> East Coast Italian crowd I don't know about Italian, but it's boxing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the background is. Boxing's and, uh, he, he had scar tissue at birth, Vito Anafermo. <laughs> and as we've often referenced uh, with Anafermo, you, you cannot go into an Italian restaurant in New York. And, and this may no longer be true because Anafermo isn't a name that, uh, you know, your uh, X generation or whatever you guys are. What are you? Generation X, Luby? I, I think of myself as X. I'm literally the oldest of millennial. Like the first year between oh, millennials. X to yeah, millennial yeah. is okay. me. I'm millennial, right. which is annoying. And, and, you know, people probably don't remember like Vino Anafermo, but that was a no. glorious era of boxing, and it was uh, featured prominently on network TV. Hagler was just an absolute killer uh, with impeccable technique and uh, knockout power in both hands. Uh, you know, had uh, just great, great style, was very aggressive. And he knocked the shit out of, you know, Anafermo that night. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, you know, and uh, it, it was amazing that uh, Montagna, that, that's one of his favorite stories to tell about the time that uh, Vito Anafermo was riding with him on a uh, subway uh, in Italy. I didn't even know. Did they have subways in Italy? Should I not know yes, uh, about yes. that? Yes, yes. They have trains all throughout Italy. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know if we call it the subway, but they call it the train because it's actually not. It's very different than a New York subway. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's just it's in way better condition. Like, they're really nice. Like, you can eat off the freaking floor. <laughs> and Montagna <laughs> tells a story about how uh, he, uh, you know, Anafermo was robbed by, like, uh, like some smallish, uh, like, pygmy-like gypsy woman. Okay. While he was on the train, and how ironic it was that the you know this monstrous middleweight champion of the world was getting robbed by uh, you know some some little gypsy got over on him on a train in Italy. But uh, I guess you have to watch your back, literally. Yes. Uh, when you're uh, riding around there on the uh, mass transit, uh, I, I'm uh, heading over there in uh, May. Looking forward to it, Luby. Very much forward to the uh, big vacation in Italy. Never been. You you're yeah, so more of a world going? traveler than I am. So it is set, right? You're going to Florence. Is this May? I'm going to be traveling a few different cities. Okay, yes, coming up in May. Yeah. Okay, what are the cities actually? Because Shirley's great at We're going to Rome. We're going to Florence. Uh, what else is there? Oh, okay. So you're doing what whatever else. We yeah, do. yeah, we're Rome. doing a little tour. Like well, there's a ton the of cities. Tour. Rome, Italy's insane. But if you can do Rome and Florence, yeah. Rome's a little hectic. You will love Florence with the wine. Oh my God, the wine is spectacular. Both white and red is phenomenal in Italy. You guys are going to have a blast. You, uh, with your sommelier qualifications. Yeah, so well, that's it. my wife's I mean, well, well, I mean, if you liked it better than the uh, Sutter home <laughs> exactly. that you're drinking exactly. is the house wine at Landlord's. Exactly. I mean, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> of course it tastes better.
This is dishwater. Exactly. All right. Uh, here's what I'm sensing about the Super Bowl, Libby. Yes. Uh, you know, for the people out there on the Believe Podcast. Now, we appreciate you guys doing whatever you're doing to uh, catch After Hours with Defoe and Libby. You can catch our uh, regular show on ION Channel or just Google the Defoe Show. And uh, that's D-E-F-O for the uninitiated. It's not William Defoe. It's uh, D-E-F-O. <laughs> and you see the archives of uh, a lot of things that we do. And, and I think it's getting more interesting by the day. I really yes. do the uh, ION Channel show. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, will dig that as well. But what I'm sensing is that Everybody wants Cincinnati to win this game, and everybody feels the Rams will win. That, that's not an uncommon divide when it comes to Super Bowl sentiment. Would you agree? That everybody wants one team to win, but they don't believe they can really do it. So if you ask them who they thought was going to win the game and where they were going to put their money, if their mouth was behind it, and are their bankroll, that they would be betting on the Rams to win this game. Now, the point spread, that's another issue. Four is kind of a weird number. Uh, where it is right now, because uh, you, you want to naturally get away from threes and sevens, right? Those are usually uh, the differentials. So I'm not sure how significant it is to uh, three and a hook, four, about the same when it comes to uh, betting the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you could get an oddball score and miss extra point. Is that possible? It might be a factor there. Imagine getting uh, buried on a Super Bowl game because some kicker missed an extra point on the final touchdown. Oh, of course. Shanked wow. it off this crossbar, and you're like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> that's why vegas is a place to be for this I, I wish we could be out there i miss being out there for uh, super bowl activity vegas uh, is fun for super bowl there's nothing really like vegas unless you're at the game which again the game to me we've had the opportunity to go and never went because it's i all i've heard is negatives <laughs> like it's work to go get through a super bowl in person like vegas is so fun it's like a great time I, I know I would scalp tickets if I had them. Uh, I guess I, I could have gotten into many Super Bowls on media passes. Yep. Um, I, I don't mind watching a game at home uh, while partying. I really don't. Uh, I, I suppose if I had a chance to go to Super Bowl three when I was a kid, and uh, you know I, I wasn't really that much of a kid. I was eighteen, and uh, you know see Joe Willie and, and the Jets, my beloved Jets at the time, in a Super Bowl game, which they won. I mean uh, that that is not uh, if it's not the ultimate. Uh, you know, David and Goliath story in the NFL, would you say? Most monumental of upset. Maybe in sports history, among the most monumental upsets ever. The Baltimore Colts were, were an the impossible monster. team yep. to beat. Nobody even wanted the Jets to win. They, they, they uh, kind of didn't like the brashness of Joe Namath, right? Well, it's funny because it wasn't this day and age. This day and age where everyone's trying to be an influencer, so the more outrageous you are, the more respected you are. Back then, it was uh, the nation was like blue collar. So, like if you went out there and tried to put on a show and talk a lot of garbage, people sort of looked down on you or judged you. Yes, and uh, you know, imagine uh, Joe Willie with TikTok today. How popular oh my would God. he be as a young Joe Willie <laughs> oh coming God. into the league? There, the man. what he would have done. Uh, no, but he he was way ahead of the pace when yep. it came to sort of marketing himself. Yep, Not marketing. that he was trying to pull a Deion Sanders or something and call himself primetime because uh, it just happened by attrition that everybody gravitated towards uh, rooting for Joe Willie, and, and especially after the guarantee in Super Bowl three, which was just picked up by a writer here in South Florida, yep. uh, named uh, Eddie Pope, Edwin Pope. Pope, a uh, Hall of Fame sports writer who, uh, you know, was the guy that actually uh, said, uh, really, Joe, you're going to guarantee that they're all sitting by. Imagine this uh, Super Bowl week, like a few days before the game. And you're sitting with the quarterback uh, of one of the uh, competitors the in play, the game, the one of the teams in the game <laughs> uh, by a swimming pool at a motel. That does not happen. And he's just holding court while he's having like a drink. <laughs> That's classic. I'm so jealous. Not happening like that anymore. man. That was no Super way. Bowl three. 
What what Super Bowl is this, by the way? Is it 56 LVI? 56. Oh, I, oh 56. I 56. couldn't figure that out, right? 56. I've been saying LVI all week just so I remember it's 56. Yeah, because I saw the L and I saw the V and I thought, don't you subtract that? Like, <laughs> isn't the L like 40? When it's before it, that's what we had. L-I-V, live, was 54. We're now right. at LVI, 56. 56. All right. Uh, that's amazing. And are there still people that have been to everyone? There was like, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, there were like three or four people. Eddie Pope was one of them at one time, but he checked God, out years ago. Yeah. All right. So that, that would be quite a distinction to be at all 56. Uh, there has to be somebody, right? That's I haven't seen the feature on that guy yet. There's, yeah, the fan, the one fan guy that always goes. Yeah. I, I, I think he's still alive. I just That's a lot. That's a lot to me. <laughs> like they're, they're a lot, lot to me is uh, spending like uh, five, ten grand for a ticket. You have to be kidding me. Is that all companies? I, 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 yeah. oh, what fan is actually spending five grand of his own money? Unless uh, he just happens to be, uh, you know, some Bengal uh, spectacularly fans. wealthy. Some Bengal fans because they've been waiting for this their entire life. I mean, this team has never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, the sentiment seems to be everybody wants Cincinnati to win. Everybody but believes the Rams, the Rams are going to win. Yes. So I'm inclined to I think that Cincinnati wins. That's and the people the get most. their wish, but they bet against themselves out of uh, just a pure, <laughs> unadulterated uh, effort in self-sabotage. <laughs> Nobody believes Cincinnati is going to win, so they're all going to bet on the Rams, and then they're going to root for Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, they're going to feel badly that they didn't just go ahead and cash at almost two to one. I believe it is now. Uh, it was plus one seventy, but uh, I, I saw a FanDuel spot the other day where it was like plus one ninety or something. Jeez. Money line, you're getting two to one on one of the teams that has a chance to win the game. Uh, yeah, yes. You wouldn't take that proposition, Louie? No, oh. they have no chance, huh? I, 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 see, that's the thing is I don't think they have no chance. I'm just Everyone's worried about the D-line of the Rams versus the offensive line of the Bengals, and that's, I think, a, a realistic concern. <laughs> so I'm curious how we joked this morning about the Bengals. Like, there's only so much you can all of a sudden change about your offensive line. <laughs> like, you can't just make, poof, all right, here. Yeah. Anthony Munoz is back. You know, like you can't, it just doesn't work that way. It's very hard to compensate for that. We've seen teams, I mean, unfortunately, uh, in Miami, we've been struggling with that for 20 particular years. unit for uh, the past <laughs> 20 years, and, and it's never been fixed. Nope. No matter what you do. And now every once in a while, they'll, they'll have a decent ball game. Uh, so is that not possible, that these guys just uh, rise to the occasion it in is. the Super Bowl? Uh, Zach Taylor comes up like he was Lombardi, <laughs> but with some schemes that he draws up on, on a, an erasable board there. <laughs> and uh, well, he actually had the chalkboard. Seal over here, seal over yep. here. Yep. He figures that out, is able to get Mixon to run the ball. That takes a little bit of the heat off Joe Burrow, and bingo. There you go. We're you cashing did. on the money line. Found We're dancing the, the in the way. streets there. And everybody's going, hey, I knew they were going to win out of the way, but yeah. the Rams. Yeah, well, that's 100% what's going to happen. <laughs> See, by moving the Pro Bowl before the uh, Super Bowl, they took away the last opportunity to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> which is losing your Super Bowl bets and then trying to get out on a Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's the other way now. At which point you should immediately call 888-ADMITTED. <laughs> exactly. Because if you're trying to get out on a Pro Bowl, you are a gambling sicko degenerate <laughs> and deserve every evil thing that comes your way. Exactly. The Pro Bowls. It is not a disease. It's a disaster. <laughs> you is do what it passing. Is. You don't if actually care about out. the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Pro Bowl. Over, man. They gave you a gift. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of over, we're over for today, but yes, uh, we're going to continue. Uh, you know, and, and our thanks to Aiden Quinn for joining us. That that was a blast, and uh, we gave you a little bit of Super Bowl uh, thing, uh, things to think about uh, here as uh, we're approaching the uh, Super Bowl itself here. Cincinnati, big lean. Uh, you know, for everybody on the Rams on this game. So uh, I'm thinking Cincinnati money line. 
And, uh, wow, over, under, seems like if Cincinnati wins, there'd have to be a lot of points in the game. So, uh, Cincy and the under, is that the play? Yes. That, the totally. If you're going to put money on it, you might as well go for that. Yeah. Total reverse of everybody's thing. Yes, 100%. Right, just twist it right around it. 180 <laughs> degrees. All right, for Mike Luby Lubitz, it's a pleasure being with you here on the Believe Podcast Network. Once yes, again, sir. our thanks to Aiden Quinn. After hours with Tifo and Luby, I'm Jeff DeForest, and we'll see you tomorrow here on Believe as we leave you with the thought that if you like Cincinnati, you got to believe. Hey, bartender. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched, steaks hand cut every day, everything, and I mean everything is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation location because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. Their hours have changed a little bit. Monday through Thursday from 3.30 to 10. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11.30 to 10. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar, and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.